Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey gorgeous, welcome to another episode of Chill and Prosper. I'm actually doing a like a bit of a weird one today is I want to talk about the costs of my business. And I've done various ones like this over the last couple of years where I've gone like, oh, how much does it cost to run a million dollar business? Or even in my early years, my my first couple of years of business, I just, well, it was like, here's how much I spent. Um, and I hadn't done one for a little while. So I wanted to look at the year um, 2022, um, where our revenue was 5 million Australian dollars. And just talk you through some of my expenses. And so there's a couple of reasons why I do this. One is I want you to hear um, like big numbers. I want you to hear big numbers and not be freaked out by them. I really value transparency as well. And I know some people are curious about, um, they hear people go, oh, we're making this amount of money. And some people have always got that question mark in their mind of, well, what are they taking home? What's the profit on that? Um, some people are scared to expand their business because they're worried about the big costs. And so I share not to say, oh, your business has to be exactly like mine, because as you'll hear, you know, we have different reasons for some of our costs. We make different choices that are based on our money personalities, on how we want to run the business or the stage of our life. But also, I just think it's really fascinating sometimes to see behind the scenes of, of people's businesses. So let me, um, I'm just pulling up my spreadsheet because... As I said, this is um, January to December 2022. So this isn't my financial year. Financial years in Australia um, go to June 30. Um, so it's not exactly, you know, like the tax return one that I did. So if there's any like, um, you know, accountants listening, you might be like, hmm, that's not what you did on your last tax return that you published, Denise. So that's just a bit of a disclaimer. And it is in Australian dollars um, as well. So we charge in US dollars, but obviously we do all our account our accounting in Australian dollars. Okay. So that being said, let me just quickly just run through um, like what, you know, what a $5 million income, where that really comes from, actually, if you want to see that broken down. So most of our income, actually, so well over, you know, like, $4 million is sales from courses. That's where the, the majority of our income comes from. And so um, I've got my money bootcamp, which is a course that people can join anytime throughout the year. I've got live calls. It's not a membership. It's a pay once and then stay forever um, kind of program. And, you know, we, uh, we usually do a big launch in January. We might do a mid-year launch and then people can join throughout the year. So we might have, you know, 30 to 70 people join in a month, around a month. We might have a couple of hundred people join at a, a launch time. And so that's our big course. And then we also have the Sacred Money Archetypes course, which is, um, you know, about a million and a half a year in launches. And then we're, we'll be doing some evergreen on that too. So I, I suspect that will easily become a, a million dollar evergreen course, which just means it's available all the time, home study. And then I also have just uh, redone my manifesting course. So that was one of my very early courses that I used to offer and, you know, just ticked along and people bought it every month and I discontinued it for a while and I just revamped it. So um, I would say it's it's mostly from Money Bootcamp and then Sacred Money Archetypes and then little manifesting course. Hello. Just bringing up, bringing up the rear. And that's about, that's about four and a half million dollars just just from those. So then you think, well, what else 
um, what else would I make money from? So my next thing that I uh, make money from is affiliate income. So that has really varied a lot over the last couple of years. So, um, you know, there's been times where I've made over a million dollars in affiliate revenue. Um, Sometimes it's, you know, more like half a million, something like that. And so for that particular year from last year, it was about 300,000 for that year. And uh, most of that's because we, we're not promoting as many things as we used to. We're really focusing on my courses, especially in 2022, because I launched Money Archetypes that took up a lot of energy, a lot of time. And so we didn't have the bandwidth to promote other people's courses. The other part for that too is um, like, it's really tricky, I think, sometimes to find people to partner with. It has to be a really good fit. You have to make sure that there's someone that you can, you know, really trust and rely on. And we don't go into that blindly. We really do a lot of research and um, all that kind of stuff too. So, yeah, affiliates is our next thing. And then, you know, it's all very bitty. So I'm very much about having a simple business model. So my next kind of um, income streams are pretty small relatively. So we make about $60,000 $60,000 a year from events, which is at the moment, it's just retreats that I do. Um, I usually do one or two retreats a year with, you know, sort of six to eight people. Uh, we charge about eight grand for them. So, you know, that that money kind of adds up pretty quickly, but it is a very small overall part of my income. Um, speakers fees were 55000 last year. And you know, that's really just, again, I don't do a lot of speaking. I only do a couple of events. Um, and actually, some of that is people paying me to speak in 2023. Uh, so, yeah, it's I could easily make a multi-six-figure income speaking, but I don't want to be traveling a lot. I don't want to be away from my family. And it's just much easier for me to, you know, sit in Newcastle, in my chill town, and just do stuff online. So, yeah, speaking is not a big big thing for me. And then book royalties for last year were about 38,000. Um, and that's from my Hay House books, which, you know, I've got three books with them. And I also get some royalties from their app as well. So if you've got the Hay House app and you've listened to some of my meditations, thank you very much. I get a couple of dollars every now and again for that. Um, and I suspect that might actually even be bigger this year because I just got um, 30,000 from like a royalty check and it's twice a year. So it'll probably be double um, this year. So yeah, that's how I make my income. That's how the $5 million kind of breaks down. And yeah, like, you know, I definitely have had ambitions to make more money than that. I've pretty much grown my business quite steadily over the last couple of years. But yeah, that's, it just feels like a really easy, you know, I, I'm really clear in what I do. I try not to add in too many things and I, I really kind of simplify my business. But we're talking about expenses, right? So are you curious about that? Because um, profit-wise, so, you know, fi- uh, sorry, as I said, $5 million income and our expenses were about $3 million, you know? And so, um, like, you know, we, we kind of made $2.5 million profit-ish from that. Uh Hang on, the numbers don't the numbers don't sound to quite work out. But yeah, like it's about two and sorry, about two and a half expenses. So you might think, oh, cool, you know, fifty percent profit margin. But and being said, you know, again, talk to your accountant. But a lot of our lifestyle things can be put through the business. You know, so obviously um, our phones and um, our cars, like a lot of that stuff, 
um, a portion of that can be written off on taxes. Same with, you know, my office and things like that. We pay ourselves salaries. Um, We pay some of of our family members' dividends, you know. So it's not a super true picture of how much it costs to run my business, but it's, um, you know, what what goes on the tax return kind of thing. All right, let's talk about expenses. Okay, so our biggest expense, our biggest expense, what would you think it would be for a small business like ours? So our biggest expense, which is almost 800000 is um, team. And this really, we've, I've lumped it all together, you know, so you might think, oh, okay, that's not that interesting. But so Mark and I, we both get paid the same salary, which is the most tax efficient salary you can pay in Australia, which I think is about 95000 So we that's what we both um, get as a salary through the business. And then we have um, a, a couple of people who are almost full-time in the business um, and we have a bunch of contractors. So yeah, it's about 800000 um, and, you know, you think for a business size of ours, that's probably not that unrealistic and not that unusual. We absolutely could run a leaner team, but we also could hire a bunch more people. Like there's a ton of stuff that both Mark and I do that we could easily outsource more. Um, so it's, I don't know where it sits in other size businesses, but that's what we spend about 800000 Um, Our next biggest expense, which... I mean, it's not technically an expense, but we pay about seven hundred thousand in taxes, and so that's what we paid last year—about seven hundred. Um, and I think people often have mixed feelings about this. I've had friends with similar-sized businesses, and they're just like, "Well, why would you even pay taxes? Like, why wouldn't you spend, you know, and I don't know, hire more salespeople or hire more things and whatever, and just not pay as much tax?" and it got to a point for us where I was like, I actually don't want to complicate the business just to save tax. I don't want to spend just to save tax. Um, And so I'm kind of cool with it. You know, that's been roughly my tax bill for the last couple of years is about 700,000. And I pay it monthly. I actually prepay um, a lot of tax. So I usually pay about $40,000 a month prepay tax. And then quarterly, we kind of adjust it. And then at the end of the financial year, I usually have to pay a little bit more. But it's not a massive big – it's not like I get a a bill and they go, you have to pay $700,000 next month or next week. That would stress me out a lot. So I I make sure that we pay it as we go so then it's not a surprise. And again, that's probably not – that's not financial advice, by the way. Um, You know, but for me, that really helps because I don't – I don't ever want it to be a stress. I don't want it to be a surprise. I mean, technically, I could probably put it in the bank and whatever. But a lot of times, um, especially in Australia, you do have to prepay stuff. You know, and I got to one year where I had to um, pay last year's tax and I had to prepay next year's tax because they're like, oh, you're making money now. We want some of that, please. So, yeah, talk to your accountant. But that's, um, yeah, 700000 is our next biggest um, biggest thing that we have to account for. And obviously, we we spend it because we make it. Um, but yeah. All right. So my third biggest expense, oh my God, it's eye-watering even to think about it, but I will tell you this after the break. Hi, Denise. I am Celeste. I am one of your massive fans. I first came across, uh, your book, Get Rich, Lucky Bitch, and then, uh, Chillpreneur, and then I joined Money Bootcamp last year. And 
and it has been a massive eye-opener for me because I didn't even realize that there are origin stories and all the conditioning that I received early in my life that has been playing up in my life and to some extent still does so I just want to say thank you for that it has been absolutely wonderful and then to gain access via Money Bootcamp to the Sacred Money archetypes and being in the same room as other people on Zoom breakout rooms who have the same Sacred Money archetypes as me that was mind-blowing and and I felt seen and heard for the first time in my life so that was just like finding my own tribe in a way so so thank you so much for that I really appreciate all the work that you do in the world keep keep it up you beautiful wonderful amazing soul thank you Okay, welcome back. So I'm talking about my $5 million business, what my expenses are. So my first biggest expense was contractors and wages. I mean, my second biggest thing, not technically an expense, you know, it comes after is my um, tax, which is about $700,000. Um, my third biggest expense is advertising. Advertising. So in 2022, we spent um, 560000 so almost like half a million, over half a million dollars on advertising and for us that's mostly Facebook um, so that's Facebook Instagram pardon me um, a little bit of YouTube ads a little bit of I think we do a little bit of Google sometimes but mostly Facebook and that includes about 40k of management so that's management fees to people to um, to do our Facebook ads for us and then the rest of it is expenditure and I have to tell you sometimes I see that and I just go yuck I don't like giving money to Facebook I really don't. And I really think it's something as I simplify my business over the next couple of years, I really want to look at that and and just go, do I want to spend that money in that way? Or is it just being a necessary evil part of my business? And that's how I just, you know, that's how I'm able to help people. And you know what? There is, I'm sure um, you listening, you probably have thoughts about this too. I think a lot of these social media platforms you know, most of them are owned by men. Um, you know, most of them are owned by billionaires. And, but what's been really cool about it in the last couple of years is that I know so many female entrepreneurs who have used these tools to be able to connect across the globe and help people change their lives. And so I think, yeah, kind of like we're using them too. You know, we're using their tools that they, I mean, Facebook was created to rate college women right and I'm like well screw you I'm gonna use it to help women make money and change the world but I, I have conflicting feelings about it especially too since um, I don't pay that in Australia and this is really confusing I there is Facebook Australia but um, when you pay advertising and they have changed this recently because they've been trying to make Facebook pay more tax in Australia but sometimes they'll be like oh here's your bill it's in Facebook Dublin oh, it's Facebook Singapore and you have to wire the money to them because they're doing that to be able to reduce their tax bill, um, which you just go, oh, just pay freaking taxes, peeps. Um, so yeah, that's $600,000 to Mark Zuckerberg, pretty much. 
It is what it is, friends. Okay, so my my fourth biggest expense, which then goes down quite a bit, but it's two hundred thousand, so it's not not nothing, not nothing to sneeze at, is donations. Donations. So this is a real mix of things. So I um, have organisations that I support throughout the year, uh, and I do a lot of ad hoc stuff as well. And I um, I have a couple of focuses. So one, I'm really interested in uh, legal advocacy. For, for different things. So I want to be able to help change laws to make long-term change. So we focus on laws around, you know, people who are changing laws around domestic violence or um, changing laws around uh, child victims of sexual assault or um, advocacy for legal, uh, sorry, for the environment. So people who want to change laws to protect the environment. So that's a really... Um, that's something that was really important to me to go, oh, I want to be able to make long-term change. And knowing that so many of the laws that we live by and so much of politics is lobbied by people with lots of money to change the laws to their favor. So they can pollute the environment and they can you know, not pay any tax and do all these things legally. You've got to fight fire with fire sometimes. And so we love supporting organizations and nonprofits and charities who are doing that legal advocacy work. Um, also people who are like, for example, providing free lawyers to marginalized people, um, you know, uh, people who are doing work on behalf of uh, domestic violence um victims you know that kind of legal advocacy stuff too not just big picture long term but like who are the people on the ground helping people um that's really important to us as well so yeah we that's about two hundred thousand, and that's also made up of some random stuff you know like um you know if someone's collecting money for their daughter to go go to a cheer camp in another country like i remember as a kid you know those opportunities were really important to me, you know, a kid who didn't have a lot of money. And so I, I love being able to support those kind of things too and do random stuff. My next expense is so not sexy. It's so boring and horrible. So this is $140,000 a year in bank fees and Stripe fees and PayPal fees. 140000 And trust me, we have done all the things we've, you know, negotiated our rates, all of those things. But this is just a cost of doing business. This is a cost of doing business. Um, you know, it's not a fixed cost. It's a variable cost. It's a cost of goods sold. So do not fret about, oh my God, I'll get people to pay me friends and family, or I don't want to offer PayPal because it's fees. It's just a cost of doing business. It really is. And you know what? When I first started my business, it was so hard to get money. Like people had to give you cash. They had to give you checks. You know, you had to give them their, your bank account details. There's no way for someone to pay on a payment plan, just pay with a credit card. All of these things are technology that just gets easier and easier. It does get cheaper and cheaper because there's more um, competitors in the market, but it's just a cost of doing business. So yeah, $140,000 of bank, bank fees and transaction fees. It is what it is. Now, the next one's actually not too far behind, and it's 136000 and this is website and software. So this encompasses a lot of different things. So this is a lot of tech support that we have. Um, you know, we, we often have people come in, uh, like, you know, help us create a new course stuff, right? Oh, my God, I'm so inarticulate. But, like, we use Kajabi, so we're on the, the highest Kajabi plan. Um, we hire 
people to come and help us with our course stuff, you know, to design the website, subscriptions that make things work, widgets, you know, all that stuff really adds up. And actually a big chunk of that too is um, things like Zoom calls. When we have big webinars where there's, you know, a thousand people on a webinar, that costs like $3,000 a month to for Zoom to host bigger calls. And so that's not a small cost in our business. You know, we don't need that every single month, but we need it a lot. So I think there was honestly like in that there's 20, maybe even $40,000 of um, Zoom, like literally to Zoom. But again, I'm so grateful for the to- the technology and the ability that we have to connect with each other. Um, but yeah, it can it can really add up. Um the next one is 130,000 and this is production. This is audio video production. This is a this is a big chunk of change, but I really wanted our videos to look really really good in 2022. And this is not going to be our regular spend. We'd probably spend, you know, probably 30,000 a year. We spent $100,000 on the videos for Sacred Money Archetypes. Gladly, because it looked so freaking good. Um, it costs money to produce my podcast. I don't do it myself. I go to a studio. It gets, you know, mixed by the lovely Josh, who's in the other room. And all that stuff costs money, you know. And so it's one of those things I think you can start off and you can bootstrap things as you go. There are very few barriers to entry to starting a business. But as you get bigger, you might want to outsource some of those things, you know, and it's especially if you want to do a course, it can be hard sometimes to have the motivation to sit down and do your lighting and do your sound and all, do all that kind of stuff. And it's worth paying a professional to do it. So I think that's um that's a great one. Okay. So the, my next one is travel. I mean, last year I spent 70,000 on travel. And just to give you some context for that, I, because I live in Australia, if I go overseas in business class, it's ten to $12,000 just for a return flight, um, like for example, to the UK. And actually a lot of that we've prepaid travel for this year. So that's not really representative. I actually didn't do a ton of travel. Um, I did a, you know, interstate travel a little bit here and there, um, but they, you know, each one of those might've been a couple of hundred to maybe a thousand, but a lot of that is prepaid travel for this year um, because I've, you know, gone to the UK, um, going back to the UK, we've prepaid a lot of that stuff. Now, the next one might be interesting, 40,000 in debt collection. In debt collection. So we offer payment plans for our courses. Um, we have an external debt collection agency. It costs money for them to chase people. Um, we are going to bring some of this in-house. Oh, no, actually, no, we're staying with our debt collection agency because we negotiated a better rate. Ah, I remember now. Um, but yeah, debt collection, it's a cost of doing business. Someone in your team's got to do it. You got to do it or you can outsource it. And so they charge um, a, a fee for what they can collect. And I think they charge a percentage as well. So it's not a small cost, but, you know, I could probably hire someone to do it, but it's just great outsourcing it to people who are experts in the area. Okay, the next one's 38,000. This is um, marketing costs. So this is usually uh, photos, graphic design, things like that. I do spend a lot of money on photos. I do spend a lot of money on on graphic design and, um, you know, marketing materials in that way, like ads and stuff. But it's just, it's a cost of doing business. You know, it really, it really is. And it's just, yeah, it is what it is. The next one, um, event costs $30,000. This is for me putting on my retreats. Um, uh, you know, if we do a like a VIP day here and there. And some of that is prepaid too because I've, I've done a few VIP days this year that I probably paid for last year. 
Uh, and then my next cost is bookkeeping accounting. I spend about 25000 a year on bookkeeping and accounting, making sure my taxes are all done and up to date. And um, yeah, and that's, um, yeah, that just is what it is again. The next one, 20000 is home office expenses. This is things like, you know, I always get new computer, new phone every now and again, which I think I got last year. And some of our home expenses, you know, some of that can be offset. You know, I've got a whole office building, so a percentage of our cleaning costs go to that, things like that. Um, the next one is actually pretty low for me for last year. It was 19000 in um, training and courses. So I think at the f- early on in my business, I would have spent way more than that. And so it just shows, you know, I haven't really been in that space of needing to do more courses or I'm not, in, you know, in a paid mastermind at the moment. So that's quite low for me, that training and professional development. Um, yeah, pretty low. Um, and then 16000 for that's car, fuel, you know, maintenance, all that kind of stuff because our cars are company cars. And then the last major cost, and there's little ones here and there too, which I didn't even put in, 16000 for gifts. Um, I give Mara, who's our community manager in Money Bootcamp, I give her a budget, just buy flowers for people, buy surprise gifts for people. You know, if you see someone in Money Bootcamp who's done something cool, send them a gift. And it's just a really fun thing that we do, um, yeah, just to make our people feel, I don't know, just, yeah, feel special. And about 3K of that is postage. So we um, send cards and stuff to people. But yeah, so that's that's what I spend my money on. And I would... I'd love to hear what you think about that. You know, is that surprising to you? Is it daunting? Is it just like, oh, cool. Good on you, Denise. Um, Yeah. And obviously, as I said, this isn't super accurate. It's, um, you know, I've rounded figures up to the nearest thousand and stuff like that. And I've combined some things. But yeah, that's what we spend our money on. And it's really interesting. I'd love to, you know, even to talk to other successful people and go, well, some people might spend more on staff and less on ads or more on personal development or more on marketing or just, you know, it'd be really interesting to see what that distribution is. And uh, as I said, this is just what works for us at the moment. And we could definitely be leaner. There's some things that I, you know, there's probably money leaks here, there and everywhere. But yeah, we're really happy with with that yeah (laughs) so much fun okay cool all right i do have one last thing that i want to share with you after the the last little ad break but um yeah stick around for my final thought in just a sec my name is emma lovell and i am a personal brand coach speaker and writer I have been following along with Denise for about four years. I first read Chillpreneur and it really set me free. I learned that I could run my business with grace and ease. And I'm so proud to say that since reading that book, I've had my son and I am earning the same income, but working way less and working the way I want to. I've now joined SMA program and Money Boot Camp, and I just love being able to have open conversations about money, working through my money blocks and getting to celebrate my wins and celebrate my progress with an incredible community who just get it and who speak that language. Thank you for making that space, Denise, and for all of your wisdom. I just, I know that I'm going to continue to learn and grow through these programs and with my money mindset. So love it and loving the podcast, loving everything about it. Okay, welcome back. So this is a quote that you've probably heard me say before, but it's just such a 
it's such a great one. It's from Sarah Blakely and it's um, money is fun to make, fun to spend and fun to give away. And that's how I feel about my business. I've really enjoyed, you know, I mean, last year made $5 million. It felt really fun to make. It was definitely some busy times, some of it, um, but it was really fun. And it was, it was fun to spend some of that money too on different things because, you know, you might be curious about what we spent our profit on. Well, we bought some investment properties last year and we bought a bank and we bought some cool stuff, paid for family travel and buying a new house and all this kind of cool stuff. And when she says money's fun to make, fun to spend and fun to give away, it really is. Like I'm, I'm proud of that $200,000 that I, I gave away last year. And I want to increase that. That's my goal is to increase that. So yeah, Sarah Blakely, money's fun to make, fun to spend and fun to give away. All right, gorgeous. I'll see you next week on another episode of Chill and Prosper. I hope you enjoyed this geeky money episode. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.